KTSA Newsflash. City Council trying to figure out what the next step is going to be in the redevelopment of Alamo Plaza. City Councilman John Courage says improvements are needed. We need to uh, rehabilitate and restore the chapel and the long barracks, including adding a second level back in there to tell the whole story. And he says the cenotaph has to be restored in its place because a permit was denied to relocate it. Several council members say they were frustrated because the redevelopment of Alamo Plaza hinged on the relocation of the cenotaph and there was no plan B to fall back on when the permit was rejected. Barrick County deputies and DEA agents discovered a conversion lab in a northeast side neighborhood. At any given time, those chemicals could have gone up and and very easily destroyed the house and probably at least a few houses around. Sheriff Javier Arcelazar says they found 20 to 30 kilograms of methamphetamine at that home on Lake Grove last night. Deputies discovered the conversion lab after they pulled over someone with a couple of children and 10 kilos of meth in a vehicle on 281 near Jones Maltzberger. Three Shirts police officers under internal investigation for their use of force on an 18-year-old and are no longer on patrol duty. Shirts police officials confirming that the officers have been reassigned. Police say they tried to pull over Zeke Rayford after he ran a red light on Shirts Parkway nearly two weeks ago, but he kept on going. Went all the way to his house, parked in the driveway. That's where the officers tackled him. Home security video shows them making the arrest at the front door. Rayford is charged with evasion, resisting arrest, and pot possession. Both Republican senators from Texas supporting President Trump's challenge to the outcome of last week's election. Ted Cruz, critical of the media's call of the election in favor of Democrat Joe Biden. And John Cornyn says the legal process has to be allowed to play out as Trump has filed lawsuits in several states amid reports of widespread voter fraud. San Marcos residents under a boil water notice until 5 o'clock tomorrow. City officials say construction damage to a city water main caused a water pressure drop yesterday afternoon. Tom Taggart, he's the public services director in San Marcos, and he says the boil notice is a precaution because there's no evidence of water contamination. Usually these notices is the procedure whenever there's a loss of pressure in the main lines for an extended time. City council meeting in Corpus Christi came to a brief halt when the F-bomb appeared. It was dropped by a staff member attending the meeting remotely. Corpus City Manager Peter Zioni was talking about COVID-19 Tuesday when the man's voice dropped the F-bomb over the loudspeaker. Um, you know that COVID-19 has dramatically changed. Oh, you, Peter. Y'all, th- please watch your microphones. Y'all need to mute your microphones. I don't know who that was, but we, that, we heard that. KRS-TV reports that Joseph Johnson, Assistant Director of Parks and Beach Operations, was responsible for the F-bomb. And he's resigned. San Antonio got an early Christmas present downtown. Because of the pandemic, there will be no ceremony to light up the Riverwalk the day after Thanksgiving. So let's bring that holiday spirit, that unique holiday San Antonio magic, back a little early this year and light up the San Antonio River right now. Mayor Ron Nirenberg made a surprise virtual appearance from his home during the COVID-19 briefing last night to light up the Riverwalk earlier than usual. Happy holidays, San Antonio. And don't forget, mask up this season. Back to the studio. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Meanwhile, in New Braunfels, their annual tree lighting ceremony downtown, it's going to be a virtual event this year because of the pandemic. 6.15 p.m. next Friday is when they do the traditional flip of the switch to fire up thousands of beautiful lights on the main plaza. Spectacle can be seen live on Facebook and on the city's website. 
KTSA Sports. Baker Mayfield returned to the practice field this week as the Cleveland Browns prepared for a Sunday matchup with the Houston Texans. Defensive end J.J. Watt says Mayfield can do a little bit of everything. He can improvise very well. He can run for first downs if he has to, but he also um, can stay in the pocket, find the open man, deliver the ball. Um, he's got the arm to make all the throws. So um, I think he's doing a good job. He's settling in, and uh, I think he's playing well. Now Mayfield was removed from the COVID-19 list after spending days quarantined after close contact with a staff member who had tested positive. The 5-3 and three Browns had a bye last week. The Texans are sitting at 2-6. and six, And the Colts used a big second half to take down the Titans 34-17 to on Thursday night football in Nashville. Phillip Rivers passed for 308 yards and a touchdown for Indy. Didn't punt it until the end. And, uh, we, we threw it well and ran it well. Everybody contributed. The guys up front played great. So I think the biggest thing is getting touchdowns. Uh, down there in the red area, that'll be the biggest thing we can clean up. The Colts improved to 6-3. and three. They are now tied with Tennessee for the AFC South lead. The teams will rematch in Week 12. That game will be at Indianapolis. KTSA AccuWeather. Cloudy this morning with areas of dense fog and some drizzle. Clouds and breaks of sun this afternoon with a shower in places are high 82. Mostly cloudy, warm and humid tonight, low 70. Warm and humid tomorrow as clouds give way to some afternoon sun, the high 86. The record is 89 from 1983. I'm meteorologist Joe Lundberg with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Don Morgan. Get news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And you can get news anytime online at KTSA.com.